stop trying to be cute. What are we doing here? Jefferson with that catch. Oh my god. This game is giving me strokes. <laughs> oh man. Tell you guys. Tell you guys I love you. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And that will never change. I will ride with this group until they don't let us play anymore. Welcome back to Vikes Vibes Season 4, Episode 16. Alright, uh, well, um, first off, uh, if, I, if I sound a little off, uh, I have been sick, so uh, bear with me. Um, the Man, this game against the Raiders, it... it there's a battle against the defenses, and to be totally honest, that that was probably one of the most boring games I've ever watched. <laughs> it was just, it, it was bad. Um, Kevin O'Connell stuck with Josh Dobbs for this game uh, as the starter, and... Uh, it didn't go very well, uh, even though he, he didn't have any turnovers, no uh, fumbles, interceptions. Um, but he, he was sacked a bunch of times, and times where he should have used his legs, he, he didn't. Um, he, he did not get anything going at all. Uh, I was proved wrong. Um as I said, he was the our best bet to, to winning uh, the game, and that definitely did not uh, end up being the case, as uh, he was benched uh, late in the game for Nick Mullins. And, you know, after Nick Mullins came in there, the it, it, it looked... The offense looked a lot better, um, and that that was, I mean, it was kind of surprising, just because we've seen Nick Mullins before, and it's, I mean, it, it's not that great, but uh, you know, more experience and uh, more games under his belt. Um, I guess uh, those things come into factor. Uh, and Mullins knows the offense better. So, um, yeah. Um, the time that Mullins was in there versus the, the all the time that Dobbs got, um, Mullins had more yards than Dobbs in this game. Um and uh, the the big return of Justin Jefferson, um, it, it didn't, it, it wasn't anywhere near as exciting uh, as it was predicted. Uh, the very first play. Now this man, 
<sighs> the the very first play out on offense for us, it the it went, uh, it was a pass from Dobbs right to JJ, and the defense they didn't fall for it. They just about came up with a pitch on that first play. Now. I told Jaron this, and I even said it out loud while I was watching the game. Everyone in the damn nation knew that that first play was going to go to Justin Jefferson. You should have known that everyone would have known. Actually, I take that back. It was not the first play on offense because the first play, Jefferson was not out there. It was the first play that Jefferson was in. So I I, I tracked myself there. But then again, there again, everyone knew once Jefferson was in, that first play, the ball is going his way. What I would have done is I would at least pump faked to Jefferson, make the defense completely bite on it, and go a different direction. That would have been the perfect opportunity to fake out the defense. But instead, you take the completely predictable way when everyone, the whole like I said, the whole nation knows it's going to Justin Jefferson. And you, oh, everyone knows. Let's, let's just throw it there anyway. Yeah, it almost costed a, a, a turnover. Um, it just, it, it's, it was so predictable. And it, yeah. I mean, it, it could have worked. I mean, you are throwing to Justin Jefferson. You could have caught the ball, but, uh, you know, think a little outside the box there. Like, come on. Um, and then Jefferson's return, unfortunately, it was short-lived as uh, in the second quarter he, he caught a pass and uh, he was hit pretty hard. Uh, in his back or side and uh, he ended up leaving the game and not returning and actually went to the hospital with a chest injury Um, so on that play that he got hurt I I don't know I, I feel like that was a little bit on Dobbs just because I feel like that pass was thrown too high and Jefferson had to jump up for it, which um, exposed him for that hit. Um, So I kind of, I I don't like to play the blame game, but I, I do partially put that on Dobbs. Um, for ball placement, but um, I'm not. 
I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, Dobbs is the reason why Jefferson got injured and blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying that that's what it looked like. I, I'm not saying that it's completely all on Dobbs, but that pass could have been thrown a little little better, uh, not as high. Um, so um, going to our, our the defense for this game, um, our defense played outstanding as usual, um, keeping them to zero points the whole game and uh forced turnovers getting sacks um man if if our offense could just get on track for once man this defense or this team could be dangerous the defense is there but it the the offense just to not find any traction. Um, so, uh, undrafted rookie Ivan Pace Jr. Ivan Pace Jr. is him. This guy had a hell of a day. He was all over the place. He had a sack. He had... Or, uh, and, and he made the game ceiling interception at the end of the game. This guy seems to be getting better and better every single week. And... This is a hell of a pickup for undrafted rookie. He's playing like he's, you know, he was mid-rounder or higher. And he wasn't even, he was undrafted. This guy is playing lights out. Um... And he he did he got a game game ball and uh, I'll uh, show the the locker room speech here from Calvin O'Connell. Hey, let me tell you something. Anybody that wants a depiction of what it looks like when a team, no matter what, does not flinch, got hard for us on offense. We had a lot of guys go down, a lot of guys that we rely on. Next man up, kept on rolling along. Zero turnovers for the offense today. Give it up for yourself. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. This defense is a championship defense. Right? It's a championship defense. My trust to coach the game, call the game, whatever you want to call it, knowing that sometimes you got to let the strength of your group in its current form lead the way. And every single time you guys had to make a play, you did. Every single time. All right, we were backed against the wall on the road. You guys made a play, and I commend you for that. Every single defensive player and defensive coach gets a game ball today. But a couple guys are getting two. A couple guys are getting two. This guy just played his 172nd game, most by any defensive back in team history. All right, we are lucky to watch this guy ride every single day 
beating us with a C on your chest. You don't have the type of culture we have in this building without Harrison Smith. Where you at? Yeah. And this other guy we're going to single out, all he did was go out and have 13 tackles, one sack, and when we had to have it, leaned on him the most, one interception. Where's my guy? I Peter. You don't gotta talk, but you gotta break them down. All right, there you go. Uh, that is locker room speech uh, and game uh, balls. The whole defense uh, and whole. Uh, all defensive coaches got game balls and uh then uh you know Harrison Smith the most games played um by defensive back in in uh team history he got a game ball and uh Ivan Pace Jr man he balled out um so um yeah the this game it uh you know it, like i said it, it was it was very boring um you know the vikings we we ended up pulling it off uh three to zero um now like i said nick mullins had more yards than josh dobbs and nick mullins only he didn't even play a full quarter um so to to get into some of the stats, I'm not going to go too in detail. Um, Nick Mullins went 9 for 13 uh, for 83 yards. And then Josh Dobbs, uh, he went 10 for 23 for 63 yards. Um, the top rusher was Madison, 10 carries, 66 yards. Um, receiving... Hawkinson, five receptions, 53 yards. Um, and this is kind of a, a weird stat. Um, both Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson both had the same exact stat line. Two receptions, 27 yards on three targets. That's the same exact stat line for both receivers, Addison and Jefferson. <laughs> um Josh Metellus forced a fumble. Um, interceptions. Ivan Pace Jr. had the the one interception. Um, defense. Ivan Pace Jr. led the way. Uh, six tackles, six six, uh, and a sack. Um, Great Joseph kicking one for two on field goals. Um, the there was a, a field goal earlier on in the game uh where we could have went up and uh took the lead but uh he, he missed it um but then when it came down late in the game uh to kick the the winning field goal uh he, he made it um then going to the raiders uh aiden o'connell passing 21 for 32 171 yards, uh, no touchdowns, and an interception. Rushing, Josh Jacobs, 13 for 34 yards. 
um, receiving Devonte Adams seven receptions, fifty three yards, uh, and then Hunter Renfro three receptions, forty six yards. Uh, fumbles. Uh, Hunter Renfro and Drake Van Roten uh, both lost fumbles. Um, they did not have any, any interceptions. Uh, on defense, Robert Spillane uh, led the way. Seven tackles, three assists, one sack. Uh, Max Crosby had six tackles, three assists, and two sacks. Uh, Tyree Wilson had three and one with a sack. Uh, Janarius Robinson had a tackle and a sack. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, so some team stats, total yards, Minnesota 231, Las Vegas 202. Passing yards, Minnesota only with 99, Las Vegas with 146. Rushing yards, Minnesota 132, Las Vegas with 56. Uh, average yards per play, Minnesota 3, Las Vegas 4. Um, fumbles lost, Minnesota 0, Las Vegas with 2. Uh, interceptions thrown, Las Vegas 1, Minnesota 0. Sacks allowed, Minnesota 5, Las Vegas 4. Third down efficiency, Minnesota 40%, Las Vegas 21%. Time of possession, Las Vegas 32-11, or Minnesota with 32-11, Las Vegas 27-49. And penalties, Minnesota 5, Las Vegas 4. Um, so now the Vikings... Uh, go to seven and six. Uh, Vegas is five and eight. Um, and now, uh, the playoff picture, um, has has changed a little bit here in the 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 NFC. Well, all all together, but um, I'll show you the screen here. So, um. The 49ers ended up clinching the playoffs already. Um, and as of right now, they do have the number one seed uh, record of 10 and 3. Uh, then the Cowboys at 10 and 3 just beat the Eagles. Uh, they are sitting at the second seed at, at 10 and 3. Uh, and then the Lions, uh, they just lost to the Bears. They followed the nine and four. They're at the third seed. Uh, Tampa Bay, the leaders of the NFC South, six and seven. They're in the fourth seed. Uh, the Eagles, they fall all the way down to the fifth seed after losing to Dallas, and now are ten and three. And the Vikings are still sitting in that sixth seed uh, at seven and six. Packers just lost to the Giants and fall to six and seven, and they are still in the seventh seed. Um, so uh, we did gain a little bit of ground on the Lions. It's still 
man, the division's still up for grabs. Uh, we're still we're two games behind the Lions. We do play them twice still. Uh, so it's very much in reach still, but uh, we got a lot of work to do. Um, so I feel like we will we'll end up, uh, I feel like we'll end up in that sitch seed, um, unless for some reason, um, we go on a, uh, you know, a winning streak and just, you know, get the win the NFC North and we might find ourselves up in that uh number three seed where the Lions are. But uh that's kind of far fetched. It's still very possible. But uh yeah, it it's gonna be an interesting uh last few weeks uh of the regular season here. So um now we look to uh ahead to saturday against cincinnati um this game was flexed uh to saturday at noon the first of three games on saturday uh so the first matchup is uh the vikings at cincinnati um Justin Jefferson going up against uh, his former LSU teammate, uh, Jamar Chase. And we're also, uh, well, he would be facing his uh, former quarterback from LSU too, but Joe Burrow is out for the rest of the season. Um, but we are facing another former Vikings uh, backup quarterback, Jake Browning. Um, he's been playing very good lately. Um, just he's kind of surprising a lot of people. Um, he and he definitely has some weapons. He's got Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Um, you know, the list goes on. Um, and then uh, for for Justin Jefferson in this game. Uh, Kevin O'Connell said on Monday that Justin Jefferson does have a good chance to play in this game on Saturday. Um, so let, let's hope that Jefferson is healthy again and can play in this game. Um, we definitely are going to need him <laughs> in these last uh, four games or so. Um, and then also, obviously, in the playoffs. So um, I have not heard uh, who the starting quarterback is going to be for the Vikings in this game. Um, but if it was up to me or I had to guess, I, I would put my money on Nick Mullins um, just for the simple fact of how he looked when he came into the game. Uh, for Dobbs, I think uh, the Dobbs era might be might be over in in Minnesota. So uh, I I honestly 
think it should be Nick Mullins uh, going into this Bengals game. Um, so some uh, rankings and stats for this game against the Bengals. Um, total offense, Vikings at 12th, Bengals at 22nd. Uh, defense, Vikings at 10th, uh, Bengals at 31st. Uh, passing Minnesota 8th, and uh, the Bengals at 16th. Uh, rushing Minnesota 27th, and the Bengals at 31st. Man, I didn't know that there was a team that was worse than us. Um, then... Um, Team leaders for the Bengals, um, Joe Burrow, um, you know, he, he ended his season with uh, 2309 for uh, yards, 15 touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh, rushing Joe Mixon, 201 attempts, 768 yards with seven touchdowns. Um, receiving uh, Jamar Chase, 89 receptions, 1,092 yards with seven touchdowns. Um, total yards uh, for team stats, uh, Minnesota at 46-47, Cincinnati 43-26. Um, let's see. Average yards per play, both teams uh, at six. Uh, points scored, Minnesota 266, Cincinnati at 280. Uh, fumbles lost, oof, Minnesota 14, and uh, Cincinnati only has two lost fumbles this season. Wow. Um, interceptions thrown, Minnesota 10, Cincinnati 9. Sacks allowed, pretty, pretty even here. Minnesota 32, Cincinnati 33. Uh, third down efficiency, Minnesota 40%, Cincinnati 35%. Um, uh, let's see here. Time of possession was pretty close. Um, both at about 30 minutes. Uh, penalties, Minnesota 63, Cincinnati 66. Uh, total yards allowed, Minnesota at 43.02, Cincinnati at 51.29. Um, points allowed, Minnesota 242, Cincinnati at 287. Um, interceptions, Minnesota 10, Cincinnati 13. Um, sacks, Minnesota 36, and Cincinnati at 35. And then allowed a third down efficiency, Minnesota 40%, Cincinnati at 40 two percent um so those are some team leaders uh rankings team stats uh going into this game against uh, the Bengals. uh like i said saturday the 16th at noon uh both teams the vikings and the Bengals, are both seven and six um playing in Cincinnati, um, should be probably 
a cold weather game. Uh, so we'll get to see how our Vikings fare uh, in, in some cold weather. Um, and yeah, we'll see um, how many guys we can get back that uh, were injured in the Raiders game. They, they just seem to kind of <laughs> drop like flies. Um, you know, there's uh, Brian O'Neill. There was Justin Jefferson, obviously. Um, Dalton Reisner got shaken up. Um, so uh, keep an eye on those those guys, and uh, hopefully we can get them back uh, for, for this Bengals game uh, on Saturday. So uh, a little shorter episode um, this time. Um, the next episode, I'll try and get Jaron on. Um, I just been been sick. Um, I wasn't able to get that uh, exclusive uh, video with with Jaron for the last uh, from the last episode. As I uh, like I said, I've been sick, so uh, I apologize for that. So uh, yeah, that's all I got for this episode. Uh, so let's go out and beat the Bengals on Saturday. And as always, Skull Vikings. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. See ya.